This is the Diesel Queen. I have some exciting news for you. This March, when you buy a diesel decoder, you will get exclusive access to a question and answer panel with me personally. This is going to be limited to only the people that buy diesel decoders. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys. In addition, you will also be getting six months of completely free access to the diesel repair platform, which is called the Wikipedia of truck repair. And on top of that, you will also be getting a voucher to go to one of our top training classes in the United States. It's an in-person training class. This only lasts through March and it's only available with the people that buy the diesel laptops decoder. Don't wait, sign up for it. If you've been waiting on buying it or waiting to figure out if you want it or not, March is the month to get it. Well, again, thank you everyone for coming back to another episode of The Deal here. And this is one where we're gonna talk about associations. So associations are a part of any industry and they're critical to how we function, right? So the interesting thing about associations is oftentimes all your competitors are in the same association as you. And that's not a bad thing, that's a good thing because you all have uh, equal goals, things you're trying to accomplish, agendas to push through and things you need done to make not only your business stronger, but the rest of your businesses. So in this episode, we have Edward Coe on here. He is the executive in charge at CBSN where Diesel Laptops is a member of. So we talk about his association, what it does, how we're helping people, right to repair, new technology coming through, all, all, all interesting things with one of the leaders at one of these organizations. And they are one of the parties that put together HDAW, which is the biggest uh, heavy-duty aftermarket week is what HDAW stands for, one of the biggest events of the year, which just happened before this recording. So uh, sit back, enjoy. I, I think you'll appreciate the conversation. And uh, they're a bunch of great guys. If you're in the space at all and you've never been to heavy-duty aftermarket week or not a part of any membership association to do with truck parts, definitely check out the guys over at CBSN. So thank you again. Welcome everyone back to another episode of the DL. I am your host Tyler Robertson, and this episode's fitting. I am I'm fresh back from HDAW. We just had that recently, and we're going to talk about HDAW. We're going to talk about parts and the association, one of them behind the scenes that makes all that happen. So Edward Coe, welcome to the DL, and I, I appreciate coming on and spending a little time with me here this morning. Well, it's great to be here, and I appreciate everything you and the DL offer for HDAW and our uh, attendees. So be, before we get into CBSN, I always like to ask guests this, like how, how did you get involved in the heavy duty space, right? Because I always say people never like grow up saying, I want to work in the heavy duty truck parts area, right? Or the heavy duty industry. So how did how did you land here? Oh, that's, that's an interesting one. Um, I, I graduated college with a marketing degree. So I'm marketing by schooling. Um, I became a technology guy because in my first marketing job, someone said, we need a website. Let's give it to the young guy. And I wound up being the young guy. So I became a technology guy by age. And then one of my first or second job, I actually used to work for the Automotive Service Industry Association called Asia. And as a side note, it's one of my favorite things when I was when I was working there, I used to introduce myself as Hi, I'm Edward from Asia, and people will just look at me like, mm, not sure how to answer that question. But anyway, when I was at Asia, they put me in charge of their 
Asia Heavy Duty Group or the HDDA group back then. And so I ran that. So just by by happen chance, I, I got involved with a phenomenal group of board members and companies. And since then, I've always kind of stayed true to the technology, marketing and um, heavy duty side of the industry. Yeah, I, I love asking that question because no one, everyone's like, well, I kind of accidentally got here. Now that I'm here, I love it, right? Like I, I got kicked out of college. That's why I ended up in the HD industry. So we all have our, our past that lead us here to these things. So let's let's talk a little bit about CVSN. Diesel Laptops is a member of this organization. Can you talk a little bit about who it is and what, what you guys do out there? Yeah, absolutely. We are the trade association that represents the independent aftermarket parts channel for the uh, for the heavy duty industry. So there are others, great associations out there that represent the aftermarket, that represent manufacturers, but our members are suppliers and distributors and business solutions or services pro providers, because all three of them contribute significantly to the success of this channel. And that's who we represent. So you represent the people that are selling the parts, um, essentially distributing the parts out there. And I, you know, it's funny because me, uh, we got Beth Barkovich over here. She used to work at HDMA and she calls them distributors. I worked at a dealership. I consider myself a retailer. So we have all these different words and terminology in our space. Uh, so you have all these people out there and how, how is your organization supporting them and how many members do you guys have? I guess would be the other question with that. You know, right, right now we represent over 300 and, 50 uh, distributors that represents over 2000 ish locations across the country. Um, and uh, we, we, we have plenty of ways to grow, but when you start talking about what do we offer and what areas of their business, this is, this is really always kind of tricky because what a trade association is supposed to do is bring everybody together and get an industry what I would say up to par, up to a level where they can then be successful in their specific craft. So sometimes trying to accomplish a large task like promoting the industry, bringing in new people, things like that, um, it is very difficult as a small distributor in Kansas. But if you get together and you co collaborate with your peers across the country, you can then solve those questions or or pull resources and time and 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 brain power all together and develop something that actually helps everybody um, I, I like to use the old daryl waltrip term coopetition because really you know even though you are competing every day against the same people who are members of cvsn you're also cooperating with them to find ways to get yourself to a level so you can still win the race yeah, no, we we have that in our space too, in the diagnostic tool space, right? So some of my like I, I some of our vendors that we deal with are actually competitors with because we sell our individual products, we cross sell each other's, it, it happens, but it's it's that uh, cooperation that happens between the competitors. So great great terminology that you use there. Um, I, I gotta imagine one of the I'm, I'm just spitballing here, right? Guessing, but I gotta imagine one of the big trends is everyone going digital, right? Like I, I think the whole heavy duty space and selling parts. Everyone talks about e-commerce and doing things. HD retailers are typically more brick and mortar. They got their delivery vehicles, their set area. Are you seeing more and more of your, your members talking about it or thinking about it or trying to do things along that? Or is that not really even on the radar at this point still in that, that space? 
I, I think if you're not in the technology space, you're definitely moving backwards right now. Um, both, uh, Tyler, both you and I are technology um, people by training and just, just inherently we think that way. But I think everybody else is still trying to figure out exactly where the competitive advantage will be and what is the ratio of expenditure to, to, to um, success, you know, that return on investment that people really need to figure out. Um, technology is one of our four primary pillars at CVSN. So um, I like to talk about it and I can talk about it endlessly, but uh, there, there's so many ways that our association can help companies and the industry as a whole. And like I said, get to that, that a level of where they can actually start putting information online, you know, and, and how the companies want to do that from there. That's their competitive advantage. Yeah. So do you see when you when they talk about wanting to digitize and sell online, are they talking about like public facing websites? I want to sell all over the United States. Or are they more focused on, hey, I got my I got my territory. I got my area. I just need a B2B platform. Where these guys can log in and play, put orders in and and look up things and not have to call my parts guy every time. Or is it a, a mix of the both? Where do you see that conversation usually going? Yes, is the answer. <laughs> um, if if. If the company companies are looking at any which way, you know, and I think you simplify it to some sort of B2B or B2C um, platform, but realistically, it goes beyond that. It doesn't even have to be through a platform. It could be a direct integration. It, the any way systems talk to each other uh, is is the technology side, but every customer, every every uh, um, supplier, no matter which role you're in, you're you're looking for easier ways to be doing business with your partners and becoming more sticky with them. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm obviously knee deep in it over here because we're trying to help people find parts quicker because we really consider ourselves an efficiency company, right? We're like, we want to help people be more efficient, get that truck back on the road as quick as possible. And I can give them all the tools and the training and all the things they need but then they, they need to secure a part and that whole space works like it has like the last 50 years. People are picking up phones, making phone calls, who's got it, crossing it. it, it a lot of it can't be done online. A lot of people are trying to put it online. So just for the audience listening, there's a lot of moving pieces. It sounds easy, right? Like we all use Amazon every day. Like no problem. Go in here and buy a thing. It's, it's way more complicated than that in the HD space. Automotive is obviously ahead of, of what we're doing in that space, but it's, it's going that way. So I think you mentioned earlier, like four main pillars. We're, we're talking about technology. Can you kind of walk us through like the other main pillars that are involved? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I think one that everyone talks about um, is the legislative uh, pillar that we have. That's that involves right to repair. Everybody, you know, needs to understand that. Um, without the right to repair, consumers are kind of stuck with one channel, not both channels that they can obtain their parts and, and their repairs. Um, so being able to uh, uh, basically create legislation that allows um, the opening of that option to the consumer is, is very important for our industry. But beyond that, there's so many other regulatory uh, law, laws out there and, and rules that our members kind of know are out there, but don't really know. So it's our job as an association to make sure that whether it's a 
a health-related uh, regulation, a labor regulation, uh, environmental. These are all areas that that there's stuff going on in, in, in D.C. or in the state level or the local level that are creating challenges for our members. And sometimes they're unfair and it's our job to help, you know, help the the governments understand what's unfair what's fair for our industry and and help us move that forward that would be our legislative pillar so we have two the other two pillars one is the industry awareness i kind of hit on this earlier where you're really trying to find ways to elevate the industry across the country or the countries that we represent you know so right now um I don't think heavy duty is quite as sexy as an Amazon or a Google. We're not going to be putting out a commercial with a bunch of babies during the Super Bowl. That's just not who we are, or what we can, uh, the, the audience that we're looking for. So we need to find ways to really explain how great of an industry we're in, how important, absolutely important we are to the economy. And, you know, someone, someone mentions, how we're, we likens the trucking industry to the power grid because without trucks, everything stops, you know? So, so being able to present that is what our industry awareness committee does. And then our last committee is education. And this is all about making companies and their people better employees, smarter employees, and really finding ways to innovate and bring uh, different ideas to the business that helps them compete in a more successful way. Yeah, I mean, the, the irony is not lost on me here as I'm listening to you go through this. I'm like, man, these are kind of the same things we do. Educate our diesel tax, talk about the things going on, what's going on the legal side, technology, right? So very, very similar paths and everything. And I, I think the key to any strong organization, and obviously CBS is a very strong one when you got more than you know 2,000 locations out there that are involved. Um, how do you communicate to your members? Like, how does, how does that work? Like, I, I know there's the trade shows. What else are you guys doing out there? And what trade shows are you guys doing? Yeah, we have uh, three and a half events. So for um, for everybody who just came back from Dallas, we have our HDAW event. Everyone knows that's a trade show, talks about product, selling and buying that product. So our audience there is really specifically on people who deal with the product and and lead the companies that um, that actually get them out to the to the consumer. Um, so that's our HDAW. Uh, we look forward to having that every January. Uh, the second event that we put on is our executive summit. That's going to take place in June um, in Boston this year. And this is focused on executives. You know, um, it could be the, the the owner and his leadership team of a distributor. It could be VPs at level and above at the at the supplier level. You know, it could be you. I expect to see you there, uh, you know, in Boston. So but this is the opportunity for people at that 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 top level of an organization to talk strategy, to talk about what works, what doesn't work, um, to really bring new ideas to their peers. Because when you start talking to an executive, they have people they work with, but ultimately when they have a problem and they need someone to turn to, they don't really have that many peers in their organization. So they need to be able to have the, the right people, people who understand the same problems. Um, and, and this gives them as many opportunities to to balance ideas, to, to, to introduce themselves, to, to basically create that network uh, of, of ideas that will help their businesses collectively 
a grow. So that's our executive summit in, in, in Boston. And the third event is our distributor training expo in July. And that event basically brings 200 distributor counter people, salespeople um, to one location. This year it's in Atlanta over a weekend to be trained by over 30 different suppliers um, and, and even business uh, services providers, basically talking about product. It's all about product training. I don't like sales guys there because they start selling and this is not their audience. You know, I don't want executives there because sometimes they really don't care about the changes in the technology that much because it's not at that level. This is all about the, the product and really getting it trained. And it's a great opportunity. That one sells out very quickly every year. So those are our three primary events. And our fourth event, as we continue to grow our work in the different pillars, we've been forming volunteer committees and work groups on specific issues. And hopefully at HDAW next year, we'll have an opportunity to, um, to bring them all together for uh, a focus on HD leadership committee type of day where where we can have our meetings and actually get to know each other. Again, it's all about the peer to peer networking and and establishing those relationships. Yeah, I mean, I think you hit the key there at the end of that, right? Like relationships really are key in this space. And it's actually amazing how how small this space really is. And especially as people bounce from company to company, you really get to know everyone and what's going on and, and all the different organizations and everything. So we both just came back from HDAW. I got to ask, how did, how did it go for you guys? Was it good energy there at the booth? Good energy at the show, the meetings? How did, how did it roll up for you? Oh, you know, that's always a great show. Um, this year we had record attendance, um, you know, most number of distributors there. That's as the show goes um, from from our organization specifically. We've been going through some changes and being able to talk to our members and really get them to understand our, our long term vision is really critical. So we, we had we had a great turnout. And, um, you know, I, I, I wish every week we're like HDAW, but then I'd pretty much be exhausted all the time so maybe i don't quite wish that i'll tell you what that hdw trip it goes so it goes by so quick i feel like i land and i'm taking rick back off again it's just like meeting after meeting and trade flows and dinner like it just it goes so it goes so quick there and i thought the other interesting this year was as i was walking around a lot of new vendors and i know a lot of that i think was coming from like the ads group kind of more that medium duty light duty diesel kind of coming up into it which surprised me but i learned a lot at that show is that is that where a lot of the new ones are coming from you mentioned it was record attendance yeah you know um actually in terms of the suppliers you know we do want to focus on keeping the group uh to a certain segment of the industry so i mean we we do see a significant growth, but it's a, it's across the board. You know, I, a lot of the growth was because uh, um, because COVID kind of prevented a number of people from getting together. Um, this year, the, the the distributor level was high. We expect next year the number of manufacturers to kind of follow suit and, and start taking up. We don't have a whole ton of extra space in that uh, in that show area, so so we're we're just always trying to find ways to to bring on the right people and 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 fill out the whole um, the whole room to to make it as great of a week as possible. 
Well, I, I will agree with that. I didn't see a lot of empty booths or extra extra square footage in there for a lot more going on. So I don't know if you guys ever outgrow the Gaylord. That, that's a huge place for the audience that's never been there before. It's like a city inside a city, essentially. It's a you're just a great atmosphere, a great event um, and everything there. And I spoke at uh, Service Opportunity Learning Days or Sold. I was asking one of the panels there again. So there's a lot of things going on during that whole week beyond just the expo floor that uh, if you're involved in the heavy-duty parts industry at all, Need to need to go check it out. It's definitely a, a great event going on there. Um, and I, I guess I'd ta- like to talk a little bit about the future, right? Because it seems like it seems like there's this wave, right? We got electrification, we have right to repair, new legislation just got introduced into the Congress last week. We have robots driving trucks and companies going public with Too Simple last year. It feels like there's feels like there's a wave of technology change. And you're a technology guy. Where what are you seeing? Maybe some of the some of the big things or immediate things that you see in front of everyone that they need to start thinking about if they're involved in this this heavy duty part space. Uh, you know, when you start talking to our members, the number one issue that people seem to struggle with this this past year is recruiting and retaining and um, employees. So you know, finding ways to promote the industry that that's one of our one of the one of the you know near future challenges. Actually, right to repair, we've been talking about it for, you know, I don't know how long, 15 years or whatever. But this, if you're at HDAW, you would know this because there's a great session on it. But this next two years, because of the way the Congress is kind of in a gridlock situation, this is actually an opportunity for them to kind of look at those bills that would be considered more bipartisan. And as a result, there's a lot more attention. In fact, a a recent bill was just introduced this last week about right to repair, and it was uh, two two Democrats and two Republicans who sponsored the bill. So maybe this is the time to really get involved. Now, here's the kicker, you know. We have organizations out there, not only in in our space, but across multiple verticals that that right to repair is important. So if you want uh, the heavy duty side of this to be represented, you know, we need to have the heavy duty uh, companies involved. So that that those are a couple of the technologies ongoing. Uh, so is education. There's always new innovative ways of, of of bringing benefit to the organization. But ultimately, the way I like to put it is um, our number one competitor right now, CVSN, that we face at CVSN is probably Google because everybody thinks they can go out onto Google and get their questions answered. And guess what? They They can. But how is good is that quality of that information? I mean, if I wanna if I wanna go and replace my shower head, I can see 50 different ways. But you know, what's the best way for me? And and you know, it really comes down to, you know, finding that peer-to-peer network and really learning from other people who are your friends, but also your competitors, uh, and getting to a point where. Um, you know, you know, if you ever have an issue, you can pick up that phone and get an answer. Yeah, I, I think you're right. You know, talking about the competitors, right? Like everyone thinks they can go on Google and they're an expert on something instantly, right? Now you got Chat GPT. That's obviously everyone talking about it. I, I feel like every third post on LinkedIn is about Chat GPT something or Mid Journey creating some, you know, some AI thing. But it, it's really interesting trying to trying to tell people like, well, look, that that's the thing just knows what's out in the public and what's knowledgeable. Like there's so much in our space because of right to repair 
that's been hidden behind paywalls or behind corporate you know, firewalls, essentially, that we can't get access to and we can't do things. And it ends up making life really difficult for everybody. So I, I think we all know what we want, right? We all want the users, people and users, to be able to look up stuff as easily as possible, tap buttons or do whatever easily and have the thing show up. Like we all we all want to get there. It just takes like, everything you're talking about, right? legislation, the technology, the education, the industry awareness. It's all these things. And um, that's that's been the interesting thing, too, with like the right to repair is, you know, I've had U.S. Pergon here. I've had the ACA guys. I've had the uh, MEMA guys like, we, you know, there's finally, like you said, finally, maybe gridlock is good for something. Right. They're looking for something. These are these these uh, politicians have to pass some laws and do something together. Um, and I think right to repair is actually one of those ones where everyone can look at it and know, yeah, people people really do want the ability to fix their own things. And as you said earlier, it's not just commercial trucks, it's cell phones, it's washers and dryers, it's automobiles, it's farm tractors. John Deere is obviously in the heat on it all the time. Uh, but I, I think that wave is building and building and building. And it seems like every year it gets a little bit further along. That political football gets a little bit moved, a little bit closer to the end zone. Uh, do you think, Do you think, in your opinion, you've been involved? Do you think anything will happen this year with Congress? Is it, is it a hopeful thing? Is it looking likely? Where do you see it? You know, I, I I was very pleasantly surprised when I saw that legislation introduced. You know, I guess having been around it for long enough, you 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 start getting beat down and thinking, hey, it's just never going to happen, or maybe it's not going to move as quickly as we want. But I mean, you know, legislation is a funny thing sometimes, and and ha- having seen what I've seen so far. Absolutely. This is this is as best of an opportunity as we've had. You know, we want to get our, our membership motivated and we want to help them host uh, representatives and 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 legislators in their their in their shops and in their businesses, just getting that dialogue. And we want to be able to help equip our members when they have those dialogues, what they need to be saying and how they should be presenting it. Because, you know, there's just so much that's going on. Um, you know, everybody has a limited amount of bandwidth, you know, but just devoting a little bit of our bandwidth every day to kind of pushing those big picture items to a bunch of, uh, you know, represented elected officials who have so much going on too. That little bit of bandwidth actually helps, and and we need to make sure we get everyone involved. It, it really does. If, if I learn anything about a lot of this political stuff, right? It's the squeaky wheel gets the grease here, and the more people are sending those emails, letters, phone calls, doing whatever they can do to help and keep talking about it, all helps drive drive it further. Um, and as as Edward's saying here, I, I've never seen it closer either. Like I know they introduced some stuff last year in Congress, it kind of went nowhere. This one seems to have a different. There's a different buzz in the air about this one. Like I said, the bipartisan support um, there, the, the people are asking for it. You kind of put those two things together. And I, I think there's a good recipe for things going on here. So Edward, uh, CVSN, are you guys looking for new members or they want to learn more about you? Where, where do people go or how do they find you? Yes, cvsn.org is uh, always the best place to start. We are actually getting close to launching a new website, um, but but we, uh, you know, absolutely, we need to have more involved people. Um, we have great ideas and projects that are on um, on the plate. And we think that this year is going to be not just a little different. It's going to be totally dynamic. It is going to be fantastic. And there's so much going on that that we can't wait to keep moving this, this group forward. Well, sounds like a lot of exciting stuff going on. I can tell you we're in our eighth year of business. I've never been more excited about my business, the potential, the opportunities that are out there. 
I think anyone that's in this space has to just look at look at all look forward. There's a, so much to, so much opportunity out there for all of us, no matter for manufacturer, retailer, supporting industries. A uh, lot of lot of ground to be covered, a lot of things to do. So again, Edward, thank you for coming on the show. We're gonna wrap this one up for everybody. Remember, it's not just diagnostics; it's diagnostics done right. And be involved in associations. Get involved with your politicians. Push forward the things that you care about and impact your life. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, share. We appreciate it all. And we will see you next time.